As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Guys, what's going on? I am the one, the only W-O-O-K-I-E, joined here by the champ, the number one guy, rated guy in the world, Big Z, and my co-host. What's up, Z? Uh, yeah, uh, Philly was crazy. It's weird. Like, someone else called me the champion and made me scratch my head a little bit because, like, I haven't won anything other than a bunch of locals. And sp- I, I have won three store championships. That's something. Yeah, that's something to be proud of, I would say. But I've never uh, I mean, attended a prime. Um, I just got second in the sealed vault. Um, but, but you're number, yes, one I am overall. number one overall in the vault. Um, I, I I am the champ of four twoing though. Like I'm the <laughs> four two champ. I I have eight vault uh, four two placements, and yeah, that streak ended though um on day two uh second main event in philly when i became i was second place overall with uh going uh 6-0 on day one and then winning all the way up to the top table so we got to think of key forge as more of a uh more of like nascar right like it's 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 about the long race as opposed to the short victory you know you, you can win all these vaults and whatnot but if you can't keep it up, you know, you might find yourself outside the top 10. I don't know. That's kind of how I view it. You know, it's a vault tour, not just, you know, vault champion for the day. Yeah. Now, now come vault warrior season, that's going to change. Obviously, you're, you're going to want to win as many of those as you can. Um, yeah. I mean, you're going to want to make day three because it's three day things and day three, you start getting paid. Yeah. Is it day three? Yeah. Day three is start is, is where payouts start. Which is just a crazy idea that you're going to have to go through day one, then day two, then day three. But real quick, I want to get this out of the way. Um, we've been having all sorts of technical difficulties today. So maybe we're, we're, I'm going to try to make this a shorter episode. 
uh, because I don't know what, like, Audition has been dumb. Unfortunately, I've had to uh, drag a Z through all of the, the fun parts of, of Audition, which they no longer are doing CC. Now they're doing uh, Audition 2020. It's a nightmare right now. And it took me probably, what, we've probably been going at this now for over an hour trying yeah, to figure out what's going on. So an hour ago the first time. So, so yeah, take uh, three. Take yeah, this is probably like take sixteen, but uh, it's it's been really frustrating. So number one, I want to thank uh, our new patron Sydney for joining up, signing up for the patron. Everyone, every bit of that money goes back into Archon's corner, uh, really honestly to make it better for you guys. So, uh, b- b- you know, between the website, between the streams, and all that stuff, um, you know, I'm I'm paying for a service to do overlays for guys. For the guys, I'm uh, doing. I, I have to pay for the servers for the website. I got, I got to pay Spreaker to let me have extra room. So all that kind of costs money. So you guys really, honestly, you're the lifeblood of everything we do, and uh, we gotta we gotta thank you guys first and foremost. Uh, that's number one. Number two, check out the website. We've had uh, Keith Cowboy and uh, Blake uh, Boulevard Paper Fight. I always call him Blake, but um, they both posted new articles up. And go check out the YouTube. I'm doing the one deck challenge, which is kind of this weird challenge I did. I, I went, I bought a deck from my local game store. I opened it, and I'm going to try to pilot that thing. Either make me a better player or find out maybe the deck just doesn't have it, and I suck as a player. Uh, but I'm going to try to pilot that thing all the way from now until we hit our primes in February. So and I'm going to take you guys on the journey and the trip with me. Hopefully it's fun and you don't just go hear me go, I went 0-4 again, guys. Sorry. Uh, just a bad day. But let's get into a little bit about PAX. How was PAX for you, Z? PAX was great. It was run super well. I love the environment. The lines were super long to get in. Um, but o- overall, it was a great atmosphere. Um, outside the event, it's Philly. So it is everything you would expect Philly to be. Um, good and the bad. Food's great. Other things aren't. Um, but inside, it was. Did very you get simple. a Philly cheesesteak? Yes, I did. With I got or without a, Wiz? I got a Pat's Philly cheesesteak with Wiz and shrooms. Um, it was fantastic. Great, great food. Um, yeah, I mean, Philly was Philly was great. Um, yeah, so being a board gamer and a computer gamer before that, I'd never really gone to these events, these cons, like uh, or anything. So this was my first Origins this year, my first Gen Con. And I, I had a great time at PAX. I would put it, PAX U, uh, I would put it somewhere in between Origins and Gen Con. It's, it's very, very similar to both of those events. Um, I, I liked it a bit more than Origins, not as much as Gen Con, because Gen Con just like board gamer paradise, right? Yeah. So, like, that's where it falls. The, the staff was, was very nice. It was a little, it took a, a while to get in on day one because they do, um, the metal detect everyone that enters. Oh, really? It's that everyone that comes in gets uh, the scan, huh? Metal detect everyone. You have to put your stuff on the counter. They'll search the bag or whatever. They'll just glance in the bag and then you walk through. Uh, so that takes a while. So on day one, it took us uh, 40 minutes to get in. Um, the Yeti, as the organizers for Keyforge, um, showed a lot of awareness of that being the plight of a lot of people outside and they did delay. The first main event's entry by about 30 to 45 minutes before they could visibly go down and check that there's not a long line anymore. So that was that was heads up by them. 
because you don't want someone to spend because spend however much money and then not miss the main event because they're standing in the line. Right, and I got, I actually have kind of a weird now being I I was an ex smoker. Um, I'm not smoking anymore. I've I've recently quit. Um, but every time you went in and out, you had to be metal detected. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's insane. Because because for a person that goes outside to have a cigarette, or now I'm vaping to try to quit smoking. Um, that could yeah. be really irritating. <laughs> for sure. I mean, at one point they uh, there was only one entrance at a certain time, and then they opened up another side entrance. Okay. So later, when the side entrance was open, there wasn't as much of a jam. But that first initial, I'm here in the morning. I want to get in. Yeah, it took a long time. Hmm. That is uh, very very interesting. That, that I mean, you are in Philly, I guess. Uh, we did. If you guys are part of the Facebook, uh, we we saw some reports of some not awesome stuff. Somebody unfortunately got jumped while while they were down there. I don't know if he was a local or not. So, but e- either way, not a good time. <laughs> um, especially yeah. when you're far. If you're not a local, it's even worse because now you're far from home and have to go to the hospital, which I have to imagine is just a, a, a terrible bad thing. Like that's not a good feeling to have. No. So. So tell us about Sealed. What happened in Sealed? What were the goods, the bads, and the uglies? Um, so for Sealed, that was the second event. Um, I, I cracked my three decks. I wasn't. Oh, so here's the thing that Eric was giving me a ton, ton of, uh, like, ton of flack for. I popped my three decks. Uh, I think one of them had Brobdar, and then one was uh, Saurian, Untamed, and Star Alliance, which was exactly what I played in Indy. Okay. Like my deck in Indy was pretty good. I have, I said that the whole time. It's, it was definitely above average. It was a solid deck. So I looked through the houses. Every single house in the deck that I cracked in Philly was worse than the corresponding house in Indy by either a little bit to a lot. And I was like, dang it. <laughs> I just want my, my Indy deck back. Yeah. <laughs> like, so then, and then the, there was a third deck that just wasn't wowing me it had some had the the mediocre shadows that we're used to seeing yeah and shadows other, not the uh other, the other houses were okay but the shadows was just like really sucking so uh i, I looked at three decks i picked the the one i ended up playing relatively quickly i glanced at the other two back and forth just just to check to make sure i'm not i'm not just missing some combo or something just a game winning and seal that i'm not seeing yeah. So I was like, okay, I sleeved it up. I just walked around. I was like, I wasn't too happy with it. Um, and I believe that Eric and I have already set up time to do a, a stream of like actually analyzing my deck. And we're really going to get into the why of how I had the result that I had, um, just kind of showing people. But and, and what did you say? End, you went, did I went you go 3-3? Three, three? Wait, what did you say? You said you went 4-2 or 3-3 three, three with the sealed? No. With the sealed deck, I the, the, I wasn't too happy with the deck itself, but I did end up going 6-0. Oh, oh, that's right. Yeah. Okay, yep. Uh, but here's the crazy thing. Like, at the end of the day, not only did I go 6-0, my strength of schedule was 0. .70. Yeah. How- that, so here's how this happens, guys. Okay. Uh, a, I'm, a, kid, a, I'm curious. A, I, I really am. Jim hates me. Jim always hates me. So, like, I, this whole day, all six games, 
I only ran into one person that I did not know by name before the event. So game one was Jack Frost. I somehow beat his miraculous deck. He go he like in the, the game at the end of the game, I look at him like the deck you're playing is nuts. There's no way I should have won this match. You're gonna about to send everybody home you play through the O one bracket because you shouldn't be in this bracket. And he proceeded after my match losing to me, three keys to two, very close match, crushing his next four opponents. His Jesus. next four opponents after me ended the game with no keys, no amber. Wow. Uh, do you know the stats on his deck or no? Um, I, I, I had it a second ago, uh, a couple days ago. I don't know the, the name offhand, but um, was it was it was it like higher or lower than yours? 273 SAS. Mine ended up being 69. Ooh, okay. So not, um, but not crazy. It's, sealed. It's, it's more about like what it's doing in sealed than anything else. But his deck did have um, Shattered Throne, Ludo, Rex, Golden Spiral combo. So he would go into his Spiral Rex turn, generate a ton of Amber, capturing everything with Shattered Throne, and then just letting them die, and all the Amber gets crushed oh. <laughs> because of Ludo. Yeah, that's a thing that exists. Yeah, like he was absolutely wrecking all of his opponents because of Shattered Throne, Golden Spiral, Cincinnatus Rex. And I, 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 I got super lucky against him. Shadow Throne came out way late, so I didn't actually get to see it. And it was obvious that was a match one. So that was the first time he'd ever played the deck. So there's some of that that was going on in my favor. Um, my second opponent ended up going 4 2. I actually did handily win that match. My third opponent ended up going 5 1. Fourth opponent ended up going 4 2. Fifth opponent went 5 1. <laughs> Uh, sixth opponent, obviously, we're both five and zero. Oh, so, and he, so he ended up going five one. Like that was my rec- the records of my opponents to get to day two, because that's how much Jim hates me. So that's you, how- you had to run the gauntlet. Oh yeah, like so going into day two, I'm looking at the top uh, eight because uh, there was actually there's more than more than a top eight, but four of the people. That made day two. I had already played and beat them. <laughs> so Auto wins, like, right? Well, That's I know what that all means. of their decks. So it yeah. was nuts. And then I, I, I watched the. I got the uh, SXO. I got the buy. So I got to watch my upcoming up two opponents play each other. That is the benefit of KeyForge. It, and it, it's open scouting. This is confirmed. You're allowed to scout. So I watched my opponents, uh, and I did take advantage of stuff that I knew from watching them to. To get the top eight victory, because uh, they were playing into the top eight, so I, I played my top eight opponent, uh, made it to the top four. Uh, my top four opponent had a pretty solid deck, um, I but I was able to go two over there and make the to the top table, in which I ran into a really weird dilemma. Um, sitting down to the game, I knew I was number one at that moment, right? Because that. 300 points, I knew I was going to be first place. And I'm sitting here playing against this guy. This was literally his first vault ever. If he loses to me, he's sitting like right outside the top 100 most likely after New York happens. Okay. If he wins, he's obviously top 100. And then here I am. I'm first. I look at the time. My flight 
was like an hour and 50 minutes away and we hadn't started the game yet. <laughs> so like I, I, I sit here in my head, like it, like going into this game, my deck was somewhat slow on that. Like once again, I'm going to talk about all the details of exactly how my deck did what it did um, in the stream later. But uh, it was a slow, grindy deck in every match that I played. A lot of them went quite a while. Uh, none of them went to time, but they were going 30 to 45 minutes, which is the time you have in sealed. So I was like in my head, like the only way I have time to finish this match is if somehow, some way, um, I win the first game in like 25 minutes. Any other thing, I'm going to miss my flight and it's going to cost me more to reschedule the flight and my sister's flight than it would for winning this this competition, right? So, like, that was all in the back of my head. The deck, the guy's deck that was playing against me, which he piloted fantastically, had a lot of stuff that was really good against my deck. It had uh, Flux. It had Hysteria. Um, it also had a Shattered Throne. These, these things could do a lot of work if used correctly. And he did. He did them all perfectly. Um, although he did have to discard Hysteria in my game. But anyway. But the game w went like 40 minutes and I lost. And so at that point, I was like, I got to catch a flight. You're a great opponent. I, I conceded and he's now in the top 100. And I'm number one. So win-win, in my opinion. Break Everybody win. Yeah. So that was my sealed uh, story. I was thinking that I, I when you were talking about uh, your strength of schedule, I thought mine was the... So I was at a store championship uh, this weekend while you guys were having fun at PAX. And my strength of schedule, I believe going into going into the final of everything, when everything was all said and done, uh, I shouldn't say that. When everything was all said and done, not, not into the cut. Uh, when everything was all said and done, I was at, what, 0.62, I believe is where I was at. And I'm like... That seems hmm. high. That's, yeah, I wonder that's what the highest high. has ever been. Yep. And I, I didn't know because, to be honest with you, I don't understand necessarily how they... I understand how they do strength of schedule. The one that confuses me is extended strength of schedule. I'm not sure how that one's calculated. We uh, go through it, but there's no reason. It's just... Yeah, we can go through that on a totally different day. It's It's not... At the end of the day, it's it's not a really a number that you're going to be uh, in charge of, really. Yeah, I mean, and, you're... and it's just going to tell you what it's going to tell you, and it's going to rank you how you're ranked. Right. And the real tricky stuff is when everything is tied. Like, you better hope you have a alphabetically low name because that's what I've been told. I do. <laughs> Lucky for me, I do. Uh, you know, yeah. Well, unlucky for me, in the system, it's actually Big Z. Nice. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yours is significantly lower than mine, but yeah, mine I got my last name in there. So uh I went to a store championship. I ended up winning. You guys could look at the uh posts on Instagram. Um I, I kind of I, I, I don't know what to do with all these mats. I'm thinking we're gonna end up doing a giveaway. And guys, don't forget this is the last week. Um we need your submissions by next Friday for the fuzzy gruin. Um, fan fiction, uh, where you need to have Fuzzy Gruen, 
uh, unsuspecting prey. And what was the third one? I'm drawing a blank on it yeah, right now. Camouflage. Oh, camouflage. In in your little story, 500 words or less. I've got them kind of all compiled together. Me and Zeal will go through them, pick yep. a pick a winner, and kind of go from there. But we have some other, I'm sure, contests we're going to want to do. So I think some of these mats, I'm, I'm going to start shipping out to you guys because I don't need uh, 47 different play mats. Um, I especially don't need 20 of them to be Bingle Bang Bang. So <laughs> it kind of is what it is at the moment. So if somebody's looking for them, I, I figured we'll, we'll start giving, giving those away and, and kind of go from there. But run us through uh, what else happened. So that was your sealed. So let's do uh, let's go through uh, Archon now. So Archon, I was on a very solid uh, Rustring Gunsys deck. Um it it did exactly what it expected to do. It establishes board, clears off the opponent's board, lands the Guntus, arises Guntus if necessary. Uh, game one, I misplayed, and that cost me the game. It ended up being very close, but I definitely had a misplay that led me down a path that was not going to succeed. Um, and then immediately after that, game two, I ran into a triple control the week tons of direct damage from all houses and lots of steel and like got absolutely crushed it's your your favorite card smacked you in the face yeah i know it's like man like i know a deck like that i've played decks like that they crush people and i got crushed um so i was like okay i'm o2 even at o2 i was supremely confident that i was gonna finish four two because i'm the king of four two (laughs) More yeah, vaults. You, you tend to rub yeah. off on people because I, I like to go X2 in events as well as free as of recent. So, yeah, I mean, like, that's I mean, it's good that you won more than you lost. But after eight times, it gets a little old. Hey, if that uh, were a football score, you would have made the playoffs. Sure. Sure. <laughs> but it's but it's not. So, no, no. Um, but yeah, I, I did win the next four matches fairly easily, actually. Um, so that was a little frustrating. Had I not misplayed game one, I could have potentially had a better arc on day. But in the end, I had a fantastic time. Uh, met, met lots of people that I already do. Met lots of new people. Uh, just good times. Keyforge is a great game. and It's, it's growing. Um, and and so, clearly, we saw like a huge thing happen at this, uh, just this vault, this vault that happened just this past yeah. weekend. Worlds so collide. Of, yeah, worlds collide. Five of the top eight spots were worlds collide decks. Like that is astonishing. Like there's been no AOA. Archon Vault winners yet, and here we are—the very first Archon Vault. About a month in, right? We're about yeah, a month we in. Yeah, we we can't have that many decks. I mean, there might I don't, like we. I I catch a little crap here and there about us not fact checking stuff, so I'm not going to give numbers. We are not that many number amount into Worlds Collide packs being cracked. Yeah, I, I get that too. We are not fact checkers. <laughs> um, it, typically when we get into like we planned this conversation but when it's like when we're talking numbers typically mm-hmm. we pull those from like the air 
because yes. we, you know, we we get into them and it kind of snowballs into something else. So, yeah. So I'm gonna just stay away from the number on that. I know we have definitely not cracked that many worlds clubs packed packs as a Keyforge nation, and for a deck to be able to walk in, go through a field of what was mostly Coda. Because like day one for me, I didn't run into a single World's Clyde deck against me. It was four Coda, two AOA, and that deck won the championship. Like one, it took it down, and that deck was called Light Tasker, Market Sheriff, and it was actually no new houses. Not a single one. Everything is houses we've already seen. It was Dislogo Shadows, like the old tried and true. Like it was, yes, it was rocking some old favorites. It had double library of the damned. It had hysteria. It did have too much to protect. It even had the old bad penny in there. But to go along with all this stuff, you have the new stuff. You have the double infernus. You have the double snag to lock lock your opponent up. You have group think tank to control the board. You have Kaimor to surprise people's flanks. You have um, Jay Vinda two of them to actually pair with the bad penny. So like there was a whole lot of new stuff combined with the familiar that took down a vault filled with very strong competition. Yeah. Just, just looking at it right off the top. It's, it's pretty gross. Um, not the craziest SAS rating though. I mean, it's well, really, that's I actually mean, super high. Remember SAS change. Yeah. I mean, still um, 80. I mean, 80 is higher than any deck that I have. Well, actually, it ties. I have yeah. two decks that are in 80. So, like, this ties, like, at 80 SAS, my, the top two of my collection. Yeah, I mean... So, it's... I think SAS is showing us pretty good information um, in light of the new sets. It is. But, I mean, just looking right off the bat, you could look... I mean, just looking at the Dis House, just right off the bat, Hysteria plus two Infernuses. That's, into Library of the Damned. Like, that pushes yeah. your deck so fast. Well, not only that. I mean, okay, so Hysteria plus two Infernuses. You get those those two down, yeah. Hysterium back to hand, slam them down again. That's, I mean, you're looking at what? Four, you're looking at a possible eight Ember loss. Just boom, gone. Bye. That's that's yeah. crazy. But then, yeah, yeah no, Library of the Damned's a fantastic card. But then pair that up with Eddie 4x4? Yep. That's crazy mm -hmm. too. And then, oh yeah, by the way, we're gonna give you a way to protect that Eddie four by four with uh with one of my new favorite cards, Halalala Gramophone. Well, and the Titan Guardian. Yeah, which and you the have Guardian. taunt in logos now, guys. Like, like that cannot be like underemphasized the fact that there was a common taunt creature in logos. Like that is mind blowingly important. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it, and then you have kind of the shadow staples. The TMPT is there, mm -hmm. um, and a couple Ronnies, which is, I mean, yeah. Ronnies, obviously, I think nobody has said Ronnie's a bad card. I think everybody kind of pinned that immediately well, from AOA. Ronnie is a, is a very good card. Well, going back to something you said earlier, you, you mentioned um, Hysteria. Mm -hmm. So you have Ronnie, Ronnie, Snecklifter, Infernus, Infernus, Hysteria. Yeah, like. Like, Gross. if these things stick, they normally don't care about it anymore. Like, Ronnie's on the field. They ignore it. It's he not worth a lot of effort to kill these things. He can't hurt me but, anymore. Yeah, but when you, if you have Hysteria in deck, that makes all that stuff immediately live again. 
on top of hitting them with your Infernus more than once from on the same turn. Like, and not that's... only that, it's got a lot of the things that you and I have kind of said are, are important. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, Harbinger of Doom, it's a tough board clear, but a board clear nonetheless. You can yeah. get rid of a board with Harbinger of Doom if if need be. Um, and it's got the artifact control in Snecklifter, just being able to just yoink their artifact and say, this is mine now. You know, yeah, you don't I mean, that, get it. That will help you against most artifacts. There's some that are still immune to Snecklifter, but for the ones that are the most important right now, Snecklifter will do the job. And a card that I got hit with this weekend um, at my store championships that I totally forgot did a thing is Kaimor Eclipse. That card has yeah. put in more work than I originally gave it credit for. Because Especially those Infernuses... Because you've got Ronnie, Ronnie, Snacklifter. Right. All great targets to Kaimor. And Infernus. Two Infernuses, too, to shuffle yeah. back in. Or Igor. Play, look at the... Yeah, I, mean, yeah. I, I forgot about the Igors. Tons of good the, targets. Yeah. For that. Now, this deck is real, real good. And they, I, it doesn't... Well, pulling up the list... Occasionally, you'll pull up a list of one of all, and you're like, hmm. I mean, it's good, but I, I don't know if I would have pegged that. But, um... This this deck is just good all round. Every house. Um, one of the things I stress a lot that's super important for decks that are going to go XO um, are are the number of like good cards versus bad cards. And this is one of those card decks that when you look through it, initially you could say Bad Penny is a bad card, but because there are two J Vendas, it's at least an average card, right? So with Bad Penny being an average card in this deck, and Umbra is always just an average card, pretty much. Like, there are no bad cards out of 36 cards, and most of them are good to great. Right. And that that is a winning equation to, to win a vault, and that's what happened. And, and yep. I mean, you look at its stats, its Ember production isn't great, but its Ember, as we got little Livy running through here, it's okay, baby. But you got well, uh, your Steel... Yeah. Is fifteen. Yeah, your your amber controls is fifteen according to decks of Keyforge. But like, I want to highlight something that's super important when you're reading these things is the speed of the deck. So all of those numbers on the top, when you're looking at anything on Dok, to some extent are going to be expanded if the speed is actually effective speed stuff that really is going through your deck. Because some speed does that, some speed doesn't. But when you look at this deck, you're looking at Double Library of the Damned. You're looking at Tall Tall Vapor, Tau Tau Vapors, however the hell you say that. You're looking at Eddie to Archive. You're looking at Igor, Igor, Jargogel. All of these cards are legitimately moving your deck super fast. Oh, you also have Quant, who's going to play cards from hand. Like this, This is what I call really, really effective speed that really does improve the numbers of the rest of the deck. So all of your stats are going to be performing much higher than printed in um, decks and keyboards. I mean, one of the things I've been looking for, I was going to touch on speed because that speed at 19 is absolutely, that's... that's <laughs> 19 is bonkers high. 10 is crazy. high. 19 is like, what the heck? <laughs> but the biggest thing, I mean, I don't think there, I'm there's not really a dead card in this deck. No, um, and that's, a, that's one of the most important things. One of the reasons why Pink Fraud from Team Sass which, with Dunkoro has won two Vault Tours, it's because it's literally one of the highest like average value per card decks I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> and yeah. that's that's what this deck is trying to do, too. It comes down to 
Yes, there are combos in this deck, but more than that, it's just they're all good cards. Yeah, I mean, even a card like Cutthroat Research, which in the past we have all kind of agreed that is not a great card. Uh, but with the Eddie, it is a very real card yeah. in this deck. Um, not finished with you is kind of a poor way with poor man's hysteria or yeah, something like that. Poor man's arise, I guess. But I mean, well, you have some again, great in targets. This deck is good because of Infernus, Infernus, Rock Grub, Igor, Igor, Ronnie, Ronnie, Snecklifter. These are all things you actually want to shuffle back in your deck. So there's a chance that you're going to deal with some of these creatures. What? Two to three times, which is yeah. nuts. It's it's yeah. an awesome deck. I, I really I want to watch the video on it. I just haven't had the opportunity uh, because, yeah, this deck looks absolutely bananas. And, you know, I, I find it funny. Those guys over at Tabletop Royale, shout out to them. Uh, they were complaining that all they got was disc decks. <laughs> what? Like, as soon as somebody said that, I was like, where do I get those boxes? Like, like I really like what this has to offer. Like, this doesn't have Lord Invidious, but, like, Lord Invidious is one of my favorite leaders. Um, but like the, like it also has obsidian forge, another one of my favorite cards. Like there's a lot of great stuff that exists in this. Um, so I, I don't know why anyone was complaining about 12 disc decks in a row. I mean, I, I mean, think you have, I would have much gladly traded the box, the two boxes I got for a disc box. I got Brobnar in both. So I was about to say, if you're getting all 12 Brobnar, then you've got something to cry about. Like, yeah. legitimately start balling tears. Well, that's you on just two. Like, Not one, but two. Both of them. Brobnar, yeah. Brobnar. I'm like, God, you got to be kidding me. <laughs> Not a single Maverick Narp. The world's against me, I swear. <laughs> well, because then you can't. Have, uh, it's better to get easier to get a Maverick Narp without Brobnar. I, I, yeah, I, I don't know. Like, I have no idea, but. That's that's the thing I'm into right now. I'm actually I bought a uh, baseball, you know, the little baseball card plaques that you like put them in and hang it on the wall. Yeah, uh, I bought yeah. one of those for my Maverick Narps. Nice. So I'm gonna actually he, he's what the one you sent me is now hanging. He's hanging right above my sink in in in, in the man's bathroom. Um, so I I I love it. It's, it's fantastic. It's if if you either get it or you don't. So <laughs> it's that's. That's the big thing. So I'm, I'm, I'm a fan. Um, I, I think, uh, I, I don't really think he's a good card. So don't take that too much to heart. But I, uh, yeah. I but, but if you pull the Maverick Narp, contact us. Contact me. Packing it up. Send it. Send yep. it to Wookie. I'm, I'm, I'm in love already. So, um, I saw that you, uh, you actually were eyeing up. Uh, I think it was a reversal deck there for that had a few Narps in it. So I was like, huh. I may have purchased a reversal deck. <laughs> yeah. I might have, but I think uh, I think that's gonna do it for us today. I, we we've had just like like I said, a ton of audio and technical problems today, which has been going on recently with us for a little bit. Uh, and I think the reasoning for that is this audition update that they did when they switched over from CC uh, to 2020. I think that's what really has really just done us in. So again. Um, if I didn't do it already, I believe I did. But if I didn't do it already, because this is like our third take again. So um, mm. if I didn't do it already, thank you to all the patrons. Thank you to the new patron, Sydney. Um, and big thank you to everyone that's helped support us. Go over to the website. Check out the brand new articles from Keyfor- or I'm not. I always want to call him Keyforge Cowboy. He's just Key Cowboy. But yep. either way, Key Cowboy has a new deck of the week with a couple lateral shifts, which actually seems pretty nifty. 
And uh, you got the quest for the Holy Archon from Blake, uh, Boulevard Papal Fright, from Help from Future Self. Also, don't forget, go check out the YouTube video uh, over on the Archon's Corner YouTube channel. I am posting up. It's going to be weekly, uh, maybe more. I want to start doing some streams with it as well on TCO. Uh, I'm doing the one deck challenge. I basically, I bought a deck, and that's my deck for the next six weeks until I get into primes. I'm going to take that deck to, I'm only playing that deck on TCO, so if you see me, that's the only deck I'll be playing. Uh, I'm playing that deck at all my locals, and I'm going to take that all the way to the primes to really see if a good good play can make a deck better, or are there just really bad decks out there we're gonna we're gonna find out i'm gonna take you guys along on the journey with me i got some other plans that we'll do in the future that i'll tell you about i I, for whatever reason one night i just had a real big brainstorm moment where i was like yeah i have all these great ideas now i just have to do them so yeah i watched watched episode two as well uh uh, the first episode um and i was Super excited to see what comes next uh, in your little your little story. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna keep rolling awesome. with it. So after that's done, we'll we'll move into the next story, or maybe we'll do them all together. I'm not sure. We'll have a lot of fun with it. Thank you guys again so much for joining us for another episode, and we will see all you guys next week. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. Judy. 
The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.